Welcome to episode 100. 100. 100. Chris, what are we doing? I I don't know. I'm amazed we're still here. As, as am I. I did you think we were going to make it? Never. Not even a little <laughs> bit. I didn't think we were going to make it past episode 20. I mean, like we missed one week way 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 back. I think actually we did two. I think, I think uh, we've missed yeah, I think we've missed two, but when two we missed weeks. the first one, I yeah. was like, all right, well, we're done. We, this we, is the, we got everything we need. This is to the do. end. Yeah, yeah, this is the the beginning of the slippery slope to oblivion. Yeah. yeah, no, we've made it. Now, I mean, to be fair, this is actually... Okay, how many episodes do you think we've actually done? Because we have bonus episodes and crossovers and stuff. I'm what's, guess, what's your like, guess? 128. This is episode 120. Damn it. Slash 100. Okay. We're counting as the actual 100. But yeah, it's, it's 100 episodes of Tim Talk. That's crazy. I know. I'm very proud of us. I am too. Actually, How do you, Chris? Thank for, you for making me do this for a hundred <laughs> episodes. Not uh, saying I don't want to do this. I love doing this, but I would forget so fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that's not true. You occasionally text me, be like, "Hey, when are we recording?" That's true. That's that is every, true. Every once in a while, if I'm busy enough, you're you're the uh, the impetus to get us going here. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but no, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun. It has been. Yeah. We're acting like this is our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we're done. This is it. We're only going to go to this point. Mm-hmm. We really don't want to do Zeta. We only wanted so. to talk about Revenant. Yeah. We just had to get up to this singular episode of Batman Beyond. The rest of Batman can go fuck itself. Yes. Same with the Justice League. Same with JLU. All of it sucks All compared it. to this one episode. Your your fanatical love of Static has been a ruse this entire it time. Has. I've never seen an episode. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you just do really... <laughs> really thorough Wikipedia searches. Yeah. Before we record every week. Exactly. No, but I mean, it's um, it's been a lot of fun. We we have gotten much more bloated in our episode <laughs> length since the originals. How long was our first episode? I mean, our first episode was longer because we had a lot of setup. It was an hour and five minutes. Wow. Really? Because I, I listened to some of it today. Ugh. I actually went back to listen to some of it. Uh, what, what can I say about us back then? We were very... Uh, Ernest, young lads. We were trying so hard. You came prepared with so much material. I came prepared you with came... like six pages of notes. You had a lot of really handwritten, good, handwritten notes. notes. A lot of really good notes about uh, like the genesis of the show, where its inspiration came from, and background information on the creators. Um, we were trying so hard to be very professional. Yeah, that went <laughs> something right we, out the we door. very very quickly gave up on. Um, the thing that I find so funny is back then we didn't have news mm-hmm. we didn't have shout outs or notes from friends or bat plugs we didn't have theme music that's right we were still recording at the nerdist booth oh that's right wow yeah. so i think we must have no it took us a while before we were on the nerdist school network so we, we also didn't have uh the ads that have subsequently disappeared again mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a very different show it was it's yeah taking me th- taking me through time <laughs> i'm sure it's been so great for all the listeners to hear us wax nostalgic about ourselves yeah to sit here and praise ourselves hey i mean it's it's been over a year our first episode was last last year two years two years it's been two years 2016 we started this yeah holy shit no because when when we were talking (laughs) when we were talking about it we were talking about how it was coming up on the 24th 24th anniversary of the show and you were talking about how you were younger than the show yep which meant that at the time you were still what 23 yeah yeah oh my god baby cameron baby cameron it's still baby cameron god, i was still in my mid-20s um <laughs> sure yeah we can go with that lie what <laughs> i was that was it was 20 2016 
So, oh shit, wait a minute. Yes, I was 26. That's okay. still mid 20s. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck you. I, I forget how old you. You constantly play up your age to the point where I forget how old you. We actually know I was are. 27. Yes, but it's fine. 27 is the turning year. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until late 20s. Yeah, now, now I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. I suspect when we're actually done with this, I might be in my 40s. I, I mean, you seem like it a lot. Yeah. But Chris, outside of what's going on in this <clears throat> podcast, what's going right. on in the world? You know, I mean, lots is happening in the world. That's, that's true. Oh, um, man, that's very true. That's a whole other podcast. That, that's a very, that's a much more important podcast, probably made by a Vox. Um, but in terms of what's going on in nerddom, not that much. I have one big piece of news. What is it? Which was uh, a casting announcement Ooh. for Birds of Prey. Confirmation the villain will, in fact, be Black Mask, a character okay. that I've always liked, played by someone we both adore, the great Ewan McGregor. Ooh. Yes. Okay, that I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I think he's fantastic. It's, it's, it's nice to finally have him in, in one of these universes. Yeah. For a second there, I thought he was in Captain Marvel, but that's... Um, Jude Law. Right. Easy to get confused, those two. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like, I think he's, he's definitely worthy of inclusion because he's one of those actors that is both really popular, really well-regarded, but also very good. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's just an interesting choice. He hasn't played a lot of villains. It's, that's true. It's, it's hard to think what actors haven't been in the universe at this point, in, in any of the universes, <clears throat> either yeah. X-Men, Marvel, or DC. Where the list is getting shorter and shorter. It is. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Ooh, which one? Who do you think is gonna nab him first? Ooh. Or is he gonna make his own universe? I think I'll just make I think with own. Bill and Ted, he's gonna make all of his every movie he's ever been in is yeah. all gonna be the Keanuverse. I would love that if it's like Bill and Ted travel through the multiverse. Yes, and as they go through the multiverse, they just come across Keanu in all of his different movies, like them crashing into the back of John Wick. Oh my god! Or the Matrix, or something like that, or Point Break. Or as I was saying, or our favorite yeah. Point Break. <laughs> point Break. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to drive alongside the bus. Yes, <laughs> they end up on the bus for a brief minute. Yeah, like oh Sandra Bullock. Oh, what, yeah. what's up? Yeah, I remember seeing you. <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing. So yeah, we haven't. No one's nabbed him yet. Who could he play? Who did you? Who would you want to see him? I mm, I know there's been a lot of, of speculation, but I think he'd be an interesting name more. He would be a good name. I know there's been a lot of talk of like since they went super big with Aquaman that Namor has to like rival that. I don't yeah. think that's true. I think it's necessarily no true. No, I mean Marvel's proven again and again that they don't necessarily have to go for big names. Oh not not even names, just uh bulk. Oh like, right. they're ma- they're making a bulky You think uh you think Jason Momoa has a bigger pull than Keanu Reeves? No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So yeah, bigger bulk. But like I think I don't know. I mean, is Jason Momoa more zeitgeisty? Maybe it's probably because he's Aquaman now. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, Momoa also leaned out a lot mm-hmm. for Aquaman. He looks good. I'm just gonna. <laughs> We're just gonna quick little Google. This is just for me. This has nothing to do with the podcast. Oh, I didn't think it would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else could Keanu play? Plastic Man. Yes. Uh, no, I, I think Elongated we, Man, because elongated. he, because, because Elongated <laughs> Man's always like the character that's about to retire. That's and he true, does, He does actually. retire an identity crisis. Like the, the first issue is his retirement party. Yeah. I could also see him playing Maxwell Lord, a character that I don't know that much about. Um, but he's kind of that, 
he's kind of like a bit of a tycoon thing going on. He's a little bit evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him doing that quite well. Yeah. What other? It's not important. But uh, Ewan McGregor, that's super exciting. Oh, right. Yeah, we're, we're doing, I'm, I'm we're really doing things here. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> goodbye, Jason Momoa. Yeah, so we were talking a little bit before the podcast. Since it's been kind of quiet news-wise for the past really week has. or two. It really has. few weeks. Like nothing. Uh, so next week is um, Fantastic Beasts. Yes. So we can assume we're going to get something WB-related in front of that. Are we Are we excited for Fantastic Beasts? How do you feel about this? I... I mean, next week is just all Harry Potter for me, so okay. I'm I'm pretty excited. Are you, what, are you gonna rewatch all the movies? No, I'm uh, next week. I'm flying to New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going You're to going see, to go see the Cursed Child. Child. Yeah. Uh, and so I land, and I'm going straight to the movie theater to see Grindelwald. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna go see it in New York? No, no, no. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see. You're gonna come back here. We're gonna go go see it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I thought you were gonna go see it without me. No, no. I, I, I physically can't because I don't get back until oh, like true. two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a double red eye. Yeah. Well, I like <sighs> that movie. Looks good from the trailers. I have to admit. I have not watched the past two trailers. Okay. It continues to look good. I'm still not on board with Johnny Depp. I don't think anyone is. Um, and I'm still skeptical just because the last one also looked really good and I did not care for it. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm excited. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, and then the week after that, we have Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. And there's there's a lot of rumors of Infinity War trailer coming out. Infinity War Part 2. Part 2, sorry. Part 2. Because uh, we don't even know the name yet. No. Everyone believes it's going to be called Avengers Annihilation. But didn't the Russo brothers say the title has been said? Yeah. Which, I don't even know if that's... I mean, someone may have used the word Annihilation at some point. That's true. Um, I mean, a lot of people thought that it was going to be called Avengers Assemble, which would make a lot of sense because they're coming back together. That would but make a lot of sense. that was the title of the first Avengers movie in the UK, to not confuse uh. with The Avengers, which is the 1960s TV show, also the movie with um, Ray Fiennes and Uma Thurman and Sean Connery from Also not to be confused with the animated uh, Marvel film we had in 2006, Avengers Assemble. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> also that. 2008? Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around there. there. Mm. Shut up. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's going to be called, but you, you believe that we're going to get that trailer pretty soon, right? I think I think this is about the same time we got the first trailer. That's true, yeah. Because uh, last time it was it came out with uh, some football thing. Oh, it, <laughs> no. I think it aired during Monday Night Football. <laughs> that's what I was going but for. But I think it was first included in theaters probably with... Thor, Thor Ragnarok was November 2017. Yeah, it, it was actually just a few days ago because I was going through. You time hopping? I was time hopping. You were those time hops? And you remember when we went and we saw Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson and Kevin Feige? <laughs> and we were. Um, and we were like second to last row because someone doesn't like to sit up close. We were not second to last row. We should have been. It, it, as far back as we were, it didn't matter. We might as well have been. We might as well have been. <laughs> I. Much like to enjoy the front of the theater, where no one can distract me. I feel like this is one of the things that I will never live down. You won't. One, one. Well, we might get lucky with another movie at some point. We just got to keep going to the ArcLight. That's all yeah. we got to do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, if we're maybe if we're really lucky, we'll go see Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald at the ArcLight, and Johnny Depp will be there. What we've always wanted. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Devil will be there, as will someone from Disney trying to drag him back off stage. Yes. <laughs> with with Arclight security. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, so, but you were wondering what we think we're going to get in terms of trailers. What do you, so what do you think is going to be the big Warner Brothers trailer, though? It's not, I, don't I, mean, I don't think we're getting more Aquaman trailer at this point. No, we're way too close to Aquaman for another trailer. Yeah. Um, we already got a Shazam trailer. I don't think we're going to get another one probably until Aquaman. Um, and I don't remember what's after that. Is It, it, it can't be Joker because they're still recording Joker. Or yeah. Sorry, sorry, still filming Joker. Um, maybe, maybe a teaser for Joker or Wonder Woman, but that got pushed back even further, so probably yeah. not Wonder Woman. Um, probably some new young adult thing we don't care about property they're trying to to re-energize yeah probably something we don't give a shit about yep mm. um yay yeah <laughs> it's not batman yay, we don't Warner care even then when it's batman it's usually not that good anyways they're really hoping to make more of that harry potter money yeah that sweet 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 harry potter buddy mm-hmm. um i don't know what is there anything else news it too maybe the um oh I don't know when that... I assume that's coming Maybe. out next... Maybe. That's coming out next year. So yeah, yeah. we might get a teaser. That's actually a good pull. Mm-hmm. We might get a teaser for that. I feel like there was a teaser for that, too. Oh, I don't Released. Know. I didn't watch it. I've never seen the first one, which I didn't do. Neither have I. Um, Nor the original. Yeah, actually, the same. The Tim Curry one, yeah. Yeah, oh, Tim Curry. I feel like I should watch it just for Tim Curry. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Also, I feel like it would freak you out a lot. You don't do a lot of horror. I don't do any horror. I don't really do a lot of it, either. I watched the original Halloween recently, and I was freaking the fuck out all the way through it the 78 one yeah wow it's really suspenseful okay um well because no i won't watch it it's so it's really suspenseful and it's a lot of it set during the day okay um so you're never safe well that's exactly it and not only is it set during the day but it was filmed just over in west hollywood (laughs) like the house that is featured primarily in the movie if I recall, is like somewhere between my apartment and the Chipotle unit I go to all the time. Oh, wow. So like we've driven past it, walked past it. So it's just like, I knew that in the back of my mind too. And it's just like, man, you are never safe. He will find you. He's here. He's after you. Yes, Michael. Yes. Not Mike Myers. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Um, but yeah, it's real freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, good though. Go watch it. Maybe it too. Uh, I don't know what they're going to put in front of Wreck-It Ralph. Um, Probably Avengers. Potentially Avengers. That'd be, that'd be ideal. I, th- I mean, I think it's more likely to go in front of Wreck-It Ralph than Mary Poppins. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my other choice was Spider-Man. Oh, that's Sony, That guy said it's, yeah, it's still yeah. mainly Sony. So I don't that's, think that's, that's all Sony, because, I don't, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, Marvel, Marvel has no involvement in that whatsoever. So okay, it's not so yeah, not, that, not so. Spider-Man. Yeah, so let's see if we're proven right here. And we'll see. Yeah. These are our predictions. Let's just hope it's in front of one of these movies because there's no way you and I are watching Monday Night Football even Absolutely. to see an Avengers trailer. Well, what's great about the internet is we don't it have goes to? on YouTube immediately after it plays. Yay! Uh, it's like the days when I used to have to sit through an episode of The O.C. just to watch the Revenge of the Sith trailer. Mm. Wasn't, um, what was What movie was... Hearts in Atlantis. Thank you. You yes. know what I was going for. Yes. The, the Phantom Menace trailer. The Phantom Menace trailer. That movie sold so many tickets for people just to sit and watch the trailer, turn around and leave. I went with my family. We watched the rest of the movie. I remember it being okay. Okay. Like, I would have been 10 at the time, maybe even 9. So it was just a little, like, not catered to me. <laughs> um, but it's Anthony Hopkins. Okay. He's always good. Yeah. There was a little girl. I feel like there was some sort of... Never mind. I don't want to get into it. I feel <laughs> like there was some inappropriate shit in there that I don't quite remember. <laughs> That's all right. It was for Star Wars. It was for, it's always worth it for Star Wars. Anything for Star Wars. Mm, not anymore. Eh, maybe less so. Okay, well, actually, hang on. I guess we're on the topic of Star Wars. And this is going to be a long episode, I'm sure, anyways. So 
there's talk about how I think it came from J.J. Abrams himself that episode nine is going to be a course correction for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Star Wars even needs a course correction? That's a big question. I know, isn't it? Um, it's gonna take up the rest of the episode. It, it could, if we wanted to, it could. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, here's so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's the last of the trilogy. Yes. Having course correction for the last film seems odd. Yeah, a little bit futile. A little bit. Yes. Because um, I feel like they're gonna. I feel like that's gonna take up too much of the movie. I feel like course correction is code for fan service yes because we know we're getting lando back mm-hmm. yeah we, we saw that everything's better with some billy d williams so i'm all on board for that um <clears throat> we know that leia is coming back in some capacity mm-hmm. we know that luke is coming back in some capacity yes ghost luke ghost luke some sort of weird thing like that um i uh it's or or so we had the the like astro projection Luke on the the salt planet. Yeah. Great. What if what if the Luke we saw disappear was also an astro projection, and it was, he was astro projecting <laughs> from an astro projection, and he's still like just like hiding in the Millennium Falcon somewhere. He's hanging on Endor. Yeah. Boots up. Mm-hmm. Just chilling with the Ewoks. Cuddling with some Ewoks. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're going to get something ridiculous like that. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like... <laughs> and, I mean, God, I would hate that so much. It would be so... That, that's the thing, is I... I don't know if you necessarily double down with the weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think there's a lot of good stuff in The Last Jedi. I think so, too. I, I think it was... I, I feel like it's mostly just the Canto Bite, the casino sequence, that really just doesn't have a place there. Mm-hmm. What What it felt like was... Ryan Johnson was hamstrung by the stuff that J.J. Abrams gave him. And so now I feel like in some ways Abrams is hamstrung by the decisions that Ryan made. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Ryan Johnson made. Um, I don't know if it needs a course correction necessarily. Well, I mean, it's um, so before Last Jedi came out, I was very, very much into the YouTube channel Game Theorists and Film Theorists. Okay, you yes. Heard, yeah, I think, I think we plugged them. You plugged them before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so he had a really interesting video because he did – dozens and dozens of star wars theories because that makes money yeah um and so he did a like a correction video after last jedi came out talking about um how he feels it's almost cheating to answer for for a long running series like this Mm -hmm. uh to answer questions with new material instead of answering questions with what's already provided for fans Okay. And I understand from his point of view, where where he can only theorize from what we have, yeah, that he can't guess like, oh, who is Snoke? He's nobody, and he's gonna die. Yeah, like who? Oh, okay. like, who are Ray's okay. parents? <clears throat> there, like you know, it's, everyone was theorizing who Ray's parents were. And yeah, like and they're nobodies. <laughs> wow. So what well, you think like the cheating would be if in Episode Nine they're like, oh wait, no, it was actually like Obi Wan's daughter that's Ray's mom. No, no, and- no I don't know. Um, no, I not kind of connecting it to nine. Just kind oh, of okay. explaining, I think why a lot of fans were upset with eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you. <sighs> I, I know it's it's a hard because it's it's kind of it's a big gray area kind of thing. I think what it was is, 
JJ set up stuff that there was never going to be a good payoff to. Mm-hmm. Like he he did too much mystery box stuff. Like we yeah. shouldn't raise family should not have been a mystery. Um, well, also with the mystery box stuff, because it's Star Wars, everyone wanted something as big as I am your father. This is true. And unfortunately, we can't get that nowadays. No, no, we really can't. And so I think I think they just need to focus on making one good movie that they just need to wrap up a lot of shit. I yeah. think this needs to feel like a conclusion of the the Skywalker arc and then just let that and yeah, and just let it go. Be, be that. They have so many other things they're working on right now. We don't like I love I love these stories. Yeah. But they need they kind of need to end. Did you remember that the creators of Game of Thrones also have a Star Wars trilogy? Yeah. I have forgotten that until mm-hmm. someone pointed out to me recently. Yeah, because they have one. There's the, Mand- the, the not Mandalorian. The Mandalorian TV yeah, yeah. show with Jon mm-hmm. Favreau. Um, uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson the, yeah, has the his apparently own. his trilogy. is still a go. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. And then all on top of the animated. Oh, yeah, which I, I just started watching Resistance. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll get that, into that later. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it needs a course correction. Just... Just, just do the best you can. Yeah. Some fans are going to hate it. Some fans are going to love it. The world's full of assholes. A, just don't try to make everyone especially happy. Especially in the Star Wars especially space. Especially in the Star Wars space. <laughs> Nothing worse than a bunch of Star just, Wars just, fans. Yeah. Uh, just give us some female characters and we'll be happy. Yeah. But I mean, but also don't because that ruins Star Wars. That ruins Star Wars. Yeah. How um, dare they? Just, if you can just forego diversity entirely mm-hmm. in your Star Wars movies, I that was, would be great. Thank we, you. We were talking the other day about the new Sabrina series. Uh-huh. Um, and what, what was the, the, the lamp? No. What was the, the joke sexy you made? Lamp. A, sexy lamp. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, it kind of goes along with the Bechdel test. We may have talked about this on episode recently. I but, think we did. Yeah. But the, there's another test, which is if a female character could be replaced with a sexy lamp, Mm-hmm. Or with a post-it note on or it. Or if she does have a critical piece of exposition, yeah, a sexy lamp with a post-it note, mm-hmm. uh, then it's not a well-rounded female character. Yes. So while watching the new Sabrina series, I I was I was wondering like Harvey feels so unnecessary mm-hmm. for the first couple of he does have an episode for himself later and he does kind of become more integral of the story. But for the first half of the series, he's he is the sexy lamp with a post-it yeah. note on it. I love it. And I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like to see your gendered character not doing anything. Yeah. I get why everyone's so angry all the time. I get it now. Wow. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. Let's get some more male sexy lamps. That's yes. I'm all on board with that. Cause I really enjoyed watching Harvey do nothing. <laughs> it was very amusing sometimes. Yeah. Everyone gives up. <coughs> everyone keeps telling me to watch it. I won't. It, it's very strange. No time. It, it's no a very that. niche. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. I've heard it's good. I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> should we start uh, the episode? Uh, it any other news or should we just, uh, should we go ahead and get into uh, the Revenant? I just tried to tap my screen like it was a touchscreen. It's not. Let's uh, jump into Revenant. Okay. So, so Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Uh, it's, Fights a it's, bear. It's very, it's very slow. It's very pretty. It is. All the way through. Um, you can tell that they went to great lengths to really capture that, that natural light and the, the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, but, my God, it could use a, a trim in the edit. And this two hour episode could have very much <laughs> been 45 minutes. Yes. Whittle it right down. Did you actually ever see The Revenant? I did. The movie? Did it you was, like it? Oh, really? Yeah, no, no, I didn't really either. No. I mean, the bear scene was so hyped up. And then once it was over, I'm like, well, what else is there in there, this movie? Nothing. There's nothing else left uh, except for yet another weird Tom Hardy accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a kid dies. Yeah. 
Didn't he like fall in a bear trap or something? I don't remember. Doesn't so, doesn't someone fall in a bear trap? I think many people fall in bear traps. Yeah. I think we all fell into the bear trap. The bear trap was convincing people to come see the movie because there was a bear fight in it. Yes. And then we're stuck there for another two hours. And they gave Leo the Oscar for it. I mean, he's really good in it. He is. I mean, but that was like a you're due mm-hmm. sort of thing. It was kind of like when they gave Scorsese the best director for The Departed. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a really good movie, but like, is it his best? I actually don't know. I haven't seen a lot of Scorsese films. Uh, it's much better than Silence. I can tell you that. Oh, God, I refused. Yeah. Absolutely refused to see I, that. I, I consistently tell people, like, Avatar is my most hated film, mm-hmm. but I think Silence is is very close at number right two. Right up there. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm like, no. He just. I've never uh. seen a movie where, like, I've seen a movie where, like, a few people walk out. Yeah. But I went to the, it's a three-hour film with yes. no soundtrack. Oh. It's just dialogue. Uh, very little Foley work. Uh, and I went to the 10 o'clock showing, 10 p.m. showing. Your guy camera. Uh, there were maybe 30 to 40 people behind me. When the movie ended, there couldn't have been more than 10. And of those, two thirds five of them of had the, died. Yeah. Two in thirds the of the theater had left this movie. And I toughed it out because of my Catholic guilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forever grateful having no Catholic guilt. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I went to, I went to Catholic school. I need to... And to sit through this film. This is my penance for not going to church for a while. <laughs> Some serious penance. I think you're good now, though. I, I'm good for a while. You're good, yeah. You can forgo church for a long time and instead sit and watch Batman cartoons. Yeah. Brought it back around. Uh, so Revenant. So the, Yeah, so Revenant, the Batman Beyond episode. Yes. Uh, the return of a former villain. Yes. Were you expecting this to be the return of Willy Watts? I was not. I, okay. was, uh, I was very... Uh, frustrated with the students of making a joke about a dead student <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> who died two weeks ago. I mean, was it? No, it was more than it two. It was two weeks ago. No. They said it at the top of the episode. Where, but I think... No. Yes. I, mean, I thought Danny made a comment about, like, Terry, where have you been the last couple weeks? The last two weeks. But I thought that was in reference to all, of, like, this ghost stuff going on, not the kid who died. I assume no. the kid that died died, like, months ago. The or, like, kid years died... Ago. Two weeks Are ago. Are you sure a, about it's, that? It's the, it's the first minute of the episode, because I even wrote it down. I'm mm, Students think school is haunted. Ghosts of Garrison Jacobs. Died two weeks ago, question mark, exclamation point. Wow, mm, no matter how big your school is, everyone knows when someone dies, dot, dot, dot. Those are my exact mm, words in my phone. Okay, wait, hang on, hang on. There is a, there's an actual Wikipedia entry for Garrison Jacobs, GCAU. Okay, here we go. Was the top athlete for three different sports. Yep. Also the guitarist. Also very handsome. Which is surprising even more that Terry didn't hear about this. Um, it, okay, it just says he. many people believed there was a ghost of him. So it doesn't say when he died. But was let, now let's two see. weeks ago. I don't think so. Okay. Um, the East Wing was being built. No, I'm pretty sure he died years before. Because the thing is, if he had died two weeks ago, everyone would have known all those things about him. They would have had to go look him up. Like, everyone would have known who he was. Everyone would have known who he was dating. Like, I'm assuming this happened years ago, and the two weeks they're referencing is, like, the actual events that have been going on around okay, the school I'll, for the last I'll two hope, weeks. I'll hope it's that. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> no one's that callous or stupid. Well... It is the future. It's the future in high school students. Okay, fine. He died two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. no one cares. Already forgotten. Yeah. Well, because then, like, when he's picking on Flash, not Flash. Flash. Dash. Ah. Savior of the universe. 
Um, Nelson no, Nash. Nelson. <laughs> Nelson, thank you. Not Flash Thompson. Nelson. Um, yeah, because when, when he's picking on Nelson, I feel like I thought there was something in there about it being personal between them. No, it's but be- I think I made it's, that up. It's because the ghost goes after Nelson and writes well, yeah, the love, yeah, love notes yeah, I, to Blade that Terry figures out that it must be Willie. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything personal between Nelson and Garrison. Well, no, when, when he first picks on Nelson, I thought someone said something about it being personal between those two. I don't think so. I could be making that up. I believe you are. Okay. Yeah. So these dumb girls perform a seance because they I know, want I love, some dick. I love that we're doing a seance after hours in the school gym. Yeah. It's just like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, because of course you need to have a seance, and then shit goes crazy, and Terry has to save Nelson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's a decent... By throwing him out the window. Throwing him out the window. Much deserved. I mean, it's a decent action sequence. Yeah. I think it... It feels somewhat reminiscent of the um, the albino fight from mm-hmm. Mind Games, but just not as clever or interesting. Yeah, because it's, it's him still just kind of like facing off against an abstract villain. Well, yeah, well, it does make you question a lot because I was thinking like because what what I wanted him to do was cycle through the different visions he has. So like try ultraviolet, try night vision. Oh, try that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, and like oh maybe like maybe I can sense something else from him. Yeah. Like, have him actually be doing some detective work mm-hmm. in that moment rather than just reacting to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice to include something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, then that would make more sense for him to believe. So when he goes to Bruce, he's true, like, actually. I yeah. checked. Like, I, yeah. I went through every visual spectrum, and there was nothing there. Nothing there. That actually, that would have been really good, because I think that would have given Terry some credibility mm-hmm. rather than just being a naive kid. But I, I do love Bruce's response about, you know, because Terry's like, oh, what, you've never seen anything out of the ordinary? Like, Bruce's like, no, I've seen it all. Yeah. I've seen aliens, I've seen ghosts, well, uh, I monsters. To, he, he mentioned four, and I wanted okay. to, I wanted you to guess what was he, what was he specifically talking about. Yay, quiz time. So he says, demons, witch boys, immortals, and zombies. Okay, <clears throat> so demons, immortals, and zombies all reference Roz. Okay, uh, that's I. Oh, I no, had no, I'm others. sorry. Demons would be Etrigan. Yep. Of course, Clarion the Witch Boy. Mm-hmm. Immortals is Roz, and then zombies would have been that mummy corpse thing that he dragged out of a pool. Yeah, I I, I had Solomon Grundy, but that also works. But okay, yeah, but we I'm only going with yeah, what had with, been written up to this <clears throat> point. Right. So. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I had that for the first three, but then I was thinking like, oh wow, they really planned ahead for Justice League. Because they knew it was going to happen between Batman and Batman okay, Beyond. Wait, wait, say that to the list again. So it was... Demons, witch boys, immortals, and zombies. Okay. So he... I did have Etrigan, Clarion. Then I first wrote Vandal Savage and Solomon Okay, yeah. Grundy. So I was going to say, he comes across Vandal Savage, comes across Solomon Grundy. So those are the other two. Does he come across another demon or another witch boy? I feel like there's only... <gasps> I, if he says witch boy, I feel like it has to be... be clear, but Clarion. there's also... Um, is uh, the Morgan Le Fay episodes? Who's the kid? Is that Arthur? Who's, mm-hmm. the, who's yeah? That could kind of count. Isn't he magical too? He's not a witch per se. I mean, that's more Morgan Le Fay. But mm-hmm. we could. I, I am at only, a stretch. We could yeah, say that's true. I'm, I'm only seeing the Brave and the Bold episode where they where they go back. Oh okay. No, because I'm because that's a great episode. It's him and Green Arrow are having a competition of who can defeat the most villains in a night, and they're both bought brack bought. Back in time by Merlin to okay. stop Morgan Le Fay. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
I need to watch that show. It's so good. so good. And now it's on DC Universe. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love when Bruce like, no, I've seen it all. This all just feels very high school. school. Yeah, that, that was like... good. He's like, I'm tired of this kid shit. Yeah, and like this episode. Back in my day, villains were mature. Yeah. We had respect for our villains. That's right. Uh, they had respect for each other, too. That's true. Yeah, the little community going on. Because mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of, like, bare high school stuff. Like, the next attack happens in the girls' shower. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, I mean, I'm sure 10-year-old me probably loved that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, 10-year-old every... me wasn't clued in yet. Yeah. Um, every, every kid is like, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's the girls' locker room. Something's oh happening. Oh. I do like um, Terry's comment, though, when Dana mentions, like, this, something invisible, like, oh, an invisible guy attacking the girl's child. I was like, oh, I never... Yeah, how did I not think of that? I never thought of that. Oh. And that's bullshit. Terry, you know you thought of that. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> He's just... He loves to have those little mutterings to himself and just get Dana very confused. Yeah. What a dick. Uh, but, I mean, there are some kind of, like, little sweet moments in here, though. Like, there's that great moment where um, Maddie talks about wanting to do a seance so he can mm-hmm. talk to their dad again. Yeah. And it's Terry and their mom having to, like, explain that he's not coming back. Like, that's a, that's a, it's a pretty gut-punchy moment that's going yeah. on right there. Oh, I, that would have destroyed me as a kid. Well, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah that, that, that's a very hard subject to tackle. Yeah. Is, is kids... Dealing with dead parents. And I give them credit. And not becoming crime fighters. Right. Well, I give them credit for doing that in a small, sincere way. Like, Mm -hmm. we've criticized this whole universe a lot for getting really PSAE at some points. And the fact they're able to do that and not have it feel that way, but to have it feel like a really organic moment, that's that's impressive. That's not an easy thing to do in a kid's cartoon, especially. Yeah. Especially because the music dies, too. It's just, like, silent when he's doing this conversation. Yeah. And again, like worth giving credit to Will Friedel for his ability to play that. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause we all know he's so good at comedy. He's such a funny guy. Yeah. Um, he was just on uh talking tune. I saw that. Yeah. Rob Paulson. Yeah. He was, uh, reading Ron Swanson lines as, as Ron Stoppel. As Ron Stoppel. Yeah. Like we, we know he's so good at doing the comedy stuff, but we don't give him enough credit for doing the dramatic moments. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I give him. I mean, I I remember the the heartfelt Boy Meets World episodes. Well, I mean, I know you do, but when I I'm, I'm referring right, sorry, to the, sorry, sorry, sorry. the collective people. we, yes, the collective we who don't really necessarily get to see that side of him, and I I think it's worth noting being able to play those moments really really well mm-hmm. here, and it's it's also doing it as a voice actor is a lot different too because you're not really playing off of somebody in the same that's way. That's very true. So, yeah, I'm just trying to give him some props, man. No, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so we meet Willie Watts after that. Yeah, who's gotten jacked? Yeah, prison's been good to him. Yeah. Still an asshole. Yeah. Still obsessed with power, but, you know, now he's got the size to back it up, Mm -hmm. kind of. And also, like, I get wanting to bulk up while you're in prison, but when you have telekinesis, I feel like working out is so much harder. Is he the beefiest character to also have telekinesis? In, mm, who else has telekinesis in this universe? I mean, just like, I think in any universe. In any universe? I mean... Brainiac has the capacity to be kind of beefy, and in some versions, he have telekinesis. Yeah, that's true. Um, when he takes over Lex's body, that's true. they have telekinesis. To, they have more technokinesis. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else has, like, actual telekinesis. Um, I mean, there's, like, the kids from Chronicle, but 
None of them are beefy. No, I mean, one of them's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but, but he's, it's, he's, it's, he's that's small before. Yeah, it's before yeah. like. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Um, uh, I thought there's got to be some X Men. Well, I mean, so in some versions, Xavier has mild telekinetic abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's one comic where he like levitates his chair so he can go to the the front entrance of the Hellfire Club. It's in the Ultimate X Men. Um, and a lot of iteration go upstairs. What <laughs> they were gonna say so he could go upstairs. Yeah, literally. He, like, oh, floats over, like, the front... Yeah, he, like, he doesn't want to go, like, around to the back entrance of the, the Hellfire Club, mm-hmm. who, in that iteration, they're financing Xavier's school. What a power school. move of Xavier. Yeah, it's like, I'll just float up here. Yeah. Um, and, I don't need your pity ramp. Yeah, and a, a lot of versions of Xavier, his upper body is jacked. Like, the younger versions of mm-hmm. him, obviously. Um, right. Yeah, oh, okay, well, I mean, do we ever see... I know, we've got to be missing a ton. Do we ever see McAvoy... Well, okay, see, so he doesn't have telekinesis, though. He just has telepathy, his mm-hmm. version of Professor X. Um, I mean, Jean is obviously, like, gorgeous and super fit, but she's not, like, jacked. And also, yeah. she's a woman in an X-Men comic or any comic, so, of course, she has to be, like, rail thin and beautiful. I think he might be. Off the top of my head. Listeners, if you can think of a more jacked, I, there's got to be some like, obvious one because my mind keeps going to like Cable and Marvel and like Mr. Marvel. Okay, so <laughs> Cable does that, that have, like era? Yeah, he, I think he has what he has. I think psychokinetic powers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because that's what that's what's keeping the virus yes. from killing him. Yeah. So I guess the okay. So the versions of him that are like just Nathaniel Gray or Nathaniel Scott or like. X Man, mm-hmm. the version of him that don't have the virus, he's pretty jacked. Yeah, there we go. Okay, fuck you, Lily Watts. <laughs> <laughs> and you're nowhere near as cool as Cable. Exactly. We got it. We got there eventually. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we figure out it's him, and then Terry, I guess, figures out in the room, in the like the little visitor room, that that's what's going on. That he has telekinetic abilities, mm-hmm. which just somehow he got from being connected to the Golem. No, 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 because Willie ex- exposes himself. Because he's, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. He exposes his Willie. <laughs> and, um, no, because he's like, oh, you only have, he's like, if I, if I get out on good behavior, I'll be out in two months just in time for the gym to be fixed. Well, yeah, so he, he gives himself away because mm-hmm. he hasn't had any visitors. But then Terry makes the leap in that moment that somehow he has telekinetic abilities. Yes. Which seems a little bit far-fetched because we don't... It's really ambiguous how he even got those from the golem. Like, we saw that they were mentally linked, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't really... Like, I can see that giving him technokinetic abilities. That's what I was expecting him to have. Yeah, but he doesn't. He has full-on telekinetic abilities Mm -hmm. because he can, like, fly and shit. Yeah. And make gusts of wind happen. Yes. Like the true airbender he is. (laughs) He was the first Zaheer. I mean, do, does that? I mean, like, are you are you on board with that? Being like, okay, whatever. Like, he has some sort of vague, loose reason to have these powers. Yeah, I was just kind of whatever. I mean, did you did you find this was a? Did you like this more than Golem? This episode? Uh, yes, because I wasn't expecting it to be Willie Watts. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it to be him. Um, I think they. It was, it was a nice uh, red herring. Yeah, I, I think they do a bit more with him. Mm-hmm. This time around, there's those nice kind of touching moments. And also, like, I remember with Golem, we were talking about one of the problems is you don't really know who you're supposed to be sympathetic towards or rooting for. Yeah. Because 
you can empathize with where Willie's coming from, but he just takes it too far in the creepiness factor. And same with Blade, where she's manipulating him, but then there are times when she acts like she's regretful of those actions. Mm-hmm. It's a little unclear, whereas this is but a little bit... But then also Terry is just oblivious to it all. Yeah, and so he's kind of complicit yeah. in all of it, too. And this is a little bit more clean cut in terms mm-hmm. of the fact that he he has power, he's obsessed with it, and he's abusive with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I, mean, I brought it up last time we talked about it, but I want to bring it up again because mm-hmm. it was such a good episode of the Rhino episode from... Oh, right, Ultimate Spider-Man. From Ultimate Spider-Man, where it was the exact same story, Flash picking on the, on the smart kid, but you see Peter trying to win the hand outside of the suit. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference is like... It's true. Rhino just doesn't want to accept it. Mm-hmm. And they beat... And once they beat him, he sees the error in his ways. Yes, there's an actual redemptive element to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's fair to say, too, that Terry is just not as good of a person as Peter. Peter. And, yeah. and like, and Terry is obviously a Peter Parker ripoff mm-hmm. in the sense that he is a teenager in high school who's also a superhero. I mean, like yeah. he, he fits that mold perfectly. A lot of the, I mean, Flash Thompson, Na- Nelson Nash, mm-hmm. a lot of it's right there. But we keep getting references to Terry's past. Like, this is, I think, the third or fourth time his stint in juvie has been brought up. Mm-hmm. And we actually get, like, a full-on explanation later. But, you know, the guy's like, oh, welcome to Juvenile Hall. I was like, I've been here. I've been here. I know what's going on. Like, we know he's got a much darker past than Peter ever did. Right. And so I think he is not as naturally inclined towards that kind of instant empathy and caring. I mean, he's a very empathetic person. But it has to get through his firewall. Yeah, he's he's not your friendly neighborhood Batman. No. <laughs> Is that can that even be a thing? I mean, I, okay, I guess Adam West. Yeah, was basically your friendly neighborhood Batman. Exactly. Yeah. He he would take that bomb and run it away from the civilians. Yep. G- grammar stickler and all. Yep. Just won't kill any ducks or nuns. <laughs> nope. Or lovebirds in a boat. Uh, but sharks, they're perfectly fine to blow up. Probably find a blow up sharks, uh, and you know he he always appreciates a self sacrificing seal. Yes. For those of you who forget, that's an actual plot point from the Batman sixty six movie. Not yeah, not <laughs> the singer seal. No. <laughs> no 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 a the aquatic animal seal. <laughs> I you know what that's actually a good point. The singer seal is now the second most important seal in Batman canon. That's very true. Yeah. As, as much as we love Kiss by a Rose on the Grave, so good. it's such a good song. Uh, it does not compete. Uh, yeah, so watching the... the What I didn't like is the ending felt very rushed. It did. It really Cause he, did. Because Bruce gave him the, the knockout gun, which why... Uh, they have so much technology. I and know. everything he does is a throwing thing. And yeah. this is the first one's like you have to... You have to be up close and hit him. Like they have stun guns. Yeah. They have knockout. Like in like in two thousand when this episode was being made, we had trank darts. Yeah, I know. Like it, you would think that this bat suit at this point would have a built-in trank dart launcher. Yeah, I know. It is, and it, especially when he's going up against a telekinetic villain. Yeah, he has electrified batarangs. He does. Why don't he just use that? Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's I know it's 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 quite silly, but I, I agree with you because Willie just shows up at the school and starts flinging shit around. Basically, he, he goes after Nelson specifically. Yeah. Um, it was it was a nice little cameo to get Barbara. So it's from what it sounded like Terry went to Barbara. Oh right. For her to close the school down. Yeah. 
uh, in preparation for Willie to come there. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was nice that she's, that she's playing nice sometimes. Yeah. It, they always have a, an amusing friction there. Yeah. Where she's just like, you better be right about this. And he, and he's, he's playing the teenager role of just like, thanks for being on our side. Yeah. I'm just a dumb kid. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, I would agree with you though, that the, the finale, it, it's not super consequential. Yeah. And he, and Terry doesn't really win. No. Uh, Willie knocks Willie, himself out with a tree. Willie just loses. Terry doesn't win. Which I guess, I mean, they do that a lot where it's like the villain's power has become too much and they get hoisted by their own petard. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is kind of like a, it is rushed and it's kind of mad, but I will forgive it for the final moment, for allowing the time to have the final moment in the episode. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah, where Terry's showing Maddie photos of their dad and they're kind of talking through stories. And even though it's the dialogue's a little cheesy, it's like, you know, he'll never be gone if you remember him here and here. He points to his mm-hmm. head and he points to his heart. But it, it 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 is a really nice, sweet, sincere moment there at the end. That yeah, I, I, was, I really enjoyed that. I was that. glad I included that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was our episode. So I, if I recall, we didn't include Golem on our short list. I don't um, think so. I actually have them here because I've been meaning to send them to you and I forget. Right. God damn it. I didn't write it down for Batman Beyond the <laughs> Good job, Chris. I'm sure. Shit. That's all right. I, I'm pretty sure we said no. I'm pretty sure we said no. This, I like this episode. I, I feel like this might end up on my short list at the end of the season. Um, do you feel like you could watch this without having seen Golem and still be on... Be able to follow I think along. so. Yeah, because I think I think it would tell a different story if you hadn't seen Golem. You know, actually, because, yeah. Because if you just watch this, I see Willie as like a cellmate mm-hmm. and not as a student. Because mm. because you do get that one line of like, yeah, I've been here before. I'm going to visit this one kid who's never been visited. Yeah, it seems more like they knew each other from juvie. That's a good point. Do you do you think? Do you think it's more effective having seen Golem because then you know the long story of it and you know you have that connection with Willie to the high school? Or do you lose some of it a little bit because the kind of morals of that first episode are so ambiguous? Like, I mean, it's always hard to to jump into a to a character story. But I just really don't like Golem. No, it's not very good. No, I mean, I think you can watch this without the other one. Yeah. And it's still fine. I don't think you really lose that much necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I, because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the very strict one with my short list. Which I still find so surprising. I know. Me you're, too. You're, you're the less shrewd of the two of us I in know. pretty much every circumstance possible. Well, I, I'm doing it for the people. I'm trying to get them the fat, I'm trying to get them through the series as fast as possible. <laughs> And trim in as much fat as I can. I, I'm very curious to see what happens when we get to Static Shock on this, though. <laughs> Every episode. I feel like our, the roles are going to be completely reversed I on think, this I, one. I absolutely think so. Yeah, because you're coming in with, with nostalgia goggles. This is true. Where I'm not. I've got those those thick, thick nostalgia goggles going mm-hmm. on. I don't know. But I, I do like this one a lot, actually. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then for the sake of brevity because all these episodes have been running long i think maybe while we're doing titans you might just keep it to one batman beyond episode mm-hmm. so we can talk about titans instead yes because oh my god Whew. things are still happening in that show yep it is still crazy i'm still on board i'm like still fully on board i don't know about you i i'm i don't have the same 
amount of excited like i'm not as excited as i was after episode two because mm-hmm. that that's still the best one for me so far yeah oh yeah that's great uh, episode two ended great i was really excited to know what's happening next mm-hmm. episode three as you heard last week really fucked me up <laughs> These are both heavy setup episodes where yes. not a lot's really going on. Yeah. And you, you get the feeling of forced conflict and forced... Like, the third act feels very forced in both these episodes. Like, mm-hmm. there doesn't really need to be one there, but they're making it happen because they need to have some sort of closure on episodes. Yeah, I mean, there has, yeah, they have to end something and set up something. Yeah. But this whole episode is about kind of two things. One is finally getting the titans together mm-hmm. but that happens via the doom patrol yes and i love the doom patrol i don't really know anything about them actually um which maybe that's part of the reason we you and i were talking about this off air but maybe that's part of the reason i've been liking the show so much is that i don't have the the knowledge of these characters even the titans to some level to be upset when they do things so crazy yeah and so i'm basically watching this as more or less an uninformed fan like i'm watching this i think as close as i can be to someone who's just enjoying it for what it is without the baggage because i've already come to accept the fact that like their versions of the titans which i mostly know from the cartoon are so different that i'm kind of detached now from it and I think that's part of the reason I'm just having fun with it. I'm just like, oh, I can just watch this and just be on board. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm very much in the same boat. Like, my knowledge of Doom Patrol is only from uh, season five of Teen Titans and the one episode they have in Brave and the Bold. Don't they all die in that? Um, no, they're dealing with letting a civilian die. Oh, and they're all okay. grieving in different ways. But didn't that start off a run of a bunch of characters dying in yes. Brave and the Bold? Okay. Yes, because right after that is when Buona Beast dies and it still hurts. Oh, Because he's like such a out there character he is but they make him so likable in that show Mm -hmm. it's it's so i i mean i didn't even know who he was before that yeah but afterwards i'm like buona beast is one of my favorite dc characters now he he appears in um jlu right Mm -hmm. he has one episode in jlu because isn't he he's helping track down one woman when she gets turned into a a pig pig, right oh Mm -hmm. such a good episode yeah because you get Batman singing. Ah, oh, Kevin Conroy. God, what a crooner. Uh, uh, so episode four. Of Titans, yeah. Yes, uh, we start with Beast Boy's backstory. Yeah, we he was infected with some virus. So that, that's half Africa. right. Okay, so yeah, you know this. You know the his origin better. So like, I, I did how... deep research into all of the all of the Doom Patrol as well as Beast Boy. Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so how closely does his Titans show origin hue? to his comics origin. It's it's pretty close. Okay. So they what they did in Titans is they kind of made um the chief be the one that heals him. Okay. But that's not what happens in the comic. So Garfield Logan, also known as Beast Boy, mm-hmm. uh his parents were both scientists uh studying uh reverse evolution in Africa. They were trying to to figure out dinosaurs. Okay. Very much Jurassic Park esque. Nice. Uh, and while he's there, Garfield contracts a super rare disease called um suck i'm not even gonna try and pronounce it no a, a rare disease which is deadly to all species on earth except the west african green monkey uh so to save his is life is that a real thing i don't think so okay uh so in order awesome to save his life yeah it would be uh, to save his life his father used an untested serum to change him i, I misread this at first when i re- when i reread it i'm like that's much weirder because I thought I thought it said he just injected him with 
like blood yeah. of the green monkey. No, he turned him into a green monkey for 24 hours so the virus could die out. Uh, and the result of that was hit, giving him the ability to rearrange his DNA however he wanted. Okay. Um, okay, so that's that's pretty close to Titans. Yeah, and then to loop it back into Doom Patrol, uh, after his parents are murdered, he's uh, kidnapped by poachers uh, and uh, saved by the Doom Patrol and later is adopted by Elastigirl. Oh, that's all in the comics? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that in the comics he had a connection to Doom Patrol. I thought that was yeah. something they manufactured for this. No, no, he's, he's always been pretty oh. well connected. Yeah, so um, oh. Elastigirl and Mento, I think this is when Mento, they were married. Okay. Uh, they were married members of the Doom Patrol, mm -hmm. um, and they, they literally adopted Garfield. Oh, okay. Because, I, I mean, I know him from Titans, Teen Titans, which I don't know if we ever got his backstory in that. We didn't. But I know we got his origin in Young Justice. Which, which is also, because that's the origin that I remember. Yeah, which where, I, think I think it's similar-ish. I feel like it that has to do with Kaznia, right? No, it's it's different in, in Young Justice because Garfield is caught in an explosion. And in order to save him, they need, he has a special blood type. And none of them in the room had that blood. But Miss Martian could oh. alter her DNA so she could have that blood type. That's right. And so when he gets her blood, he gets her transformation powers. Okay, I forgot that that was so different. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's... I mean, I'm that's, surprised I remember it that well. Yeah, well done. Very well done. Uh, I mean, okay, so I guess some credit to Titans then for actually doing it all pretty comic accurate. Um, almost all of these are pretty comic accurate. Because um, Yeah, because I don't really know anything about the Doom Patrol. So walk us through the different members. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll start with that. Um, so the ones they have here, which are pretty much the main ones, um, Niles Calder, also known as Chief, he's a super, he's a super genius. Uh, when he was first created, he was, he tried to make the world a better place through science. Originally, he wanted to make a life-extending chemical, uh, until he found out the person funding his research was a, a villain named General Immortus. From his name, you can kind oh. of guess what his power is. He, of course, he, it is. Uh, is an immortal. Not he's not immortal, but he it, is a long-lived general uh, who is kind of behind all of the major wars in history. Okay, is, is he sort of a, a Nicholas Flamel type or a Raza Ghoul type, in that he is like chemically kept immortal? He, he's very much a Raza Ghoul type. Okay, yeah, so yeah, not so like Vandal Savage, who like is just now baked into him is his immortality. Like mm -hmm. this guy is reliant upon something to stay. Yeah. Immortal. So okay. he had, he had a potion that for himself for a while, but I think his supply was running low. And so he, he hired this genius to make him a better potion to chief. Yes. Um, now the chief is normally in a wheelchair, right? Yes. So what I was just about to get to, is he like red haired too? Um, so I, sometimes you might be thinking of Minto. I don't, I don't remember. Keep going. Um, so when... Yeah, he is. Okay. When the chief found out who his... Um, not... What word am I thinking of? Where the money was coming from. His benefactor. His benefactor. Uh, he stopped working on it. Financier. And in retaliation, Immortus put a bomb in his body. Uh, and in order to take it out, uh, he, it messed up his spine and he lost the use of his legs. Jesus. Um, but then, uh, post-crisis, when Grant Morrison got his hands on the characters, and most of these are the Grant Morrison characters, and because this is the story point I'm, I bet they're going to follow in the Doom Patrol series, Okay, uh, we find out that the Chief actually set up all of the accidents that caused the oh, other Doom Patrol members. Oh, yeah, because like, that's the whole thing, is they all 
come from these horrific accidents, the chief has saved them all mm-hmm. in weird ways that left them all with kind of powers. Yeah, and what's cool is the Brotherhood of Evil, who is who are their arch rivals, most of them are his failed experiments oh. or have had a connection to chief Ooh, in one way or another. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so there was, uh, I, I kind of have like a cool story arc for each of these characters. Um, yeah, so when he caused all these accidents, his mentality was through tragedy comes greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, main villain, brother to evil. The brain is his arch rival, uh, who was originally a colleague of his and, uh, the chief grew jealous of him, and so he blew him up. Of course he did. Because he wanted to put his brain in a robot body. Oh, okay. But before he could do that, the brain had just created Mala, the, the great uh, talking ape, the oh, rival yes. um, Gorilla Grodd. Yes. They also have a great story where Mala has to fight Gorilla Grodd, and Gorilla Grodd beats the shit out of him. What? Yeah. I love it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, um... So then that makes the Brotherhood of Evil. There's a, a really interesting Justice League comic uh, where uh, the brain recreates a body with the legs of the Flash, Green Lantern's ring, Black Canary's vocal cords, what? and Martian Manhunter's eyes. I don't get that one. Wait, what, okay, yeah, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Go to that again. It's it's the Flash's legs. Okay, weird, but sure, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the Speed Force didn't exist yet. Okay, so yeah, that so just they just assumed he, he had super, super... Okay, yeah. Okay, so his legs. Green Lantern's ring. Okay, makes sense. recreate, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Black Canary's vocal cords. Sure, that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Wants to be a great karaoke singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Martian Manhunter's eyes, which doesn't make sense. Maybe back then it made sense. I mean, okay, wait. I'm trying, Martian Manhunter, he's like super overpowered. He's got... He can shapeshift. He's telepathic mm-hmm. he can fly he can sh- shift phase, fa- yeah, yeah. phase. Mm-hmm. does he have anything with his eyes on the fact that they glow red i don't think so Is oh that- uh maybe it was connected to his telepathy mm. oh i guess his eyes do glow when he's going telepathic mm-hmm. yeah because i'm like i don't remember there being anything oh i guess oh he does have laser eyes i guess he d- okay, I couldn't remember if he did, because that seems very contradictory right. <sighs> since he's afraid of fire. Here we go, here we go. Genius-level intellect. This yep. is Martian Manhunter. Uh, photographic memory. So that's clearly what the eyes mm-hmm. mostly are there for. Uh, superhuman endurance, speed and strength, shape-shifting, invisibility, intangibility, mm-hmm. healing factor, flight, the Martian nine senses, heat vision. Okay. Telekinesis and telepathy. My God, this man has a lot of powers. <laughs> Jesus. Uh so yeah, so that, that's a cool story with the brain. Uh, and then there's also a story arc with um, with the chief where he wants to destroy half the earth to make humanity better. And then the Justice League has to stop him. Okay, well, Thanos already did it. Yep. So we're probably not going to see that. But so you, you suspect that when we get to the Doom Patrol show, because this is a basic backdrop pilot for that, mm-hmm. that the arc will be the discovery that the chief caused all the accidents. Yes. Or at least at a minimum that they'll probably go about the brother the, the brotherhood of evil Wait, what okay say? Sorry. okay I, th- I thought that's what it was but i got confused the brotherhood of mutants okay so the brotherhood mm-hmm. of evil so it'll probably at least include the fact that he created all of them as well at least the brain okay because they they definitely set the chief up in this episode to be pretty mustache twirly like mm-hmm. he, he is the central antagonist of the episode again part of it feels kind of forced i really don't like him i don't like him either but what's also interesting is in the full show it's not played by this actor. It's played by Timothy Dalton. 
Okay, that's right. Okay. The great, I'll, great I'll like Timothy Dalton. Yes. Um, who I, I think, one, will just bring some more humanity to it. Not to, not to undercut this guy. I'm sure he's a fine actor, but like, I'm sorry, sir. You are no Timothy Dalton. That's true. Yeah, you are no Neville Sinclair. He honestly was like, his accent felt like a Tommy Wiseau accent. A little bit. It was it was hard to get through. It was. And so I'm, I'm very curious to see, along with the actor change, how they, if there's a recharacterization too, are they going to make him a little bit nicer? Are they going to go a little more evil? Because the whole thing in this episode is that he wants, what does he want from Raven exactly? Because I know he like straps her down to the table and is trying to extract, is he trying to extract like her inner demon? I, I, I was kind of having a hard time following this, to be honest. Uh, me too. I think... Because the whole thing is that Beast Boy, like after Raven runs away from the blown up covent, convent, whatever, mm-hmm. covenant, uh, Beast Boy finds her in the woods and takes her to go to the Doom Patrol's house. Yeah. That's based on the plot of Hold it. Hold on. I want to I talk about one quote from the episode really fast, then, we'll, okay. then I'll, I'll finish this. Um, when uh, when he brings her to his room in, in the Doom Patrol mansion, she's talking about how she's too dangerous to be there. And Beast Boy's like, oh, I get it. I'm dangerous too. And I'm like, motherfucker, she blew up a building. You turned into a tiger and stole video <laughs> games. I think there's a bit of a difference in danger level there. Yeah, it's don't don't oversell yourself there, champ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so your so, weird green hair. Uh, so I'll, I'll speed through the the rest of these uh, characters. So Cliff Steele is Robot Man. Yes. Ah, uh, played by the great Brendan Fraser. So this is the thing you and I were wondering about, and I'm curious the listeners think too. Do we do we think that's actually Brendan Fraser under the suit? I bet so. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think there's enough nuance to that. There's a lot of physical performance there that I think you would actually need the actor for. Yeah. I, I bet when we get the series, he'll be more of the stationary stuff, and they're going to have someone do oh, the action Yeah, things. I'm sure. Yeah, because he's also been a very injured man. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's Brenner, kind of... Poor Brendan Fraser. But I mean, I'm sure we'll get more stuff with him via flashback. Yeah. Too. But I'm, I'm pretty sure for all those scenes, well, especially knowing that he was already cast, because we do see him physically there, I think that was definitely him in the suit. Mm-hmm. So glad, so glad to see him back in the action. I, know, me I love too. him. I love him so much. Uh, so same backstory they say in the show. He's a race car driver who crashes. The chief uh, salvages his brain and puts it in a robot body. Um, in the comics, is he also really upset that he no longer eats food? Yes. So what's really interesting about the Doom Patrol is all, uh, besides the chief, the, th- the main three um, all have like severe mental problems. Okay. Uh, and I think that was, I don't remember when the Duke Patrol was created, but I feel like that was in retaliation for Marvel's, like, humanity characters. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Doom Patrol was created um, in response to the X-Men. That would make sense, yeah. Or, actually, you know what, maybe, ooh, actually, maybe Doom Patrol came first. I feel like they were 50s, if I remember correctly. First appearance, June of 1963. Okay. When did the X-Men first appear? Uh, I want to say the X-Men were 62. I want to say that too, because 63 I know is Spider-Man. And also Hulk, Ooh, September of 63. Okay, I think that might have been parallel thinking then. Because that, that's too close. It's for, too for, close in timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's just months apart. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that it was just... When was Fantastic Four? Because that was before... I think because the Fantastic... 61, 62. Yeah, because I think the Fantastic Four was the first stan lee comic right mm-hmm. like the first big one that he did um that's 61 so i think this is in retaliation for fantastic four 
Okay, because there's right. even a stretchy girl. There's a super genius, Mr. Fantastic, stretchy girl, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, negative man is kind of invisible woman. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and robot man is a thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, that actually, mm-hmm. that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Cliff... Yeah, so he suffers from severe depression due to his due to his inability to feel to feel or sense things. Uh, a really Cliff. awesome story, which I, I didn't realize this at the time. Uh, in the Blackest Night run, Cliff has to fight his reanimated corpse, who who's brought back from a black from a that's yeah from a awesome. Ring. I mean, Which but, is so I mean, cool. But also, how effective is that corpse? I mean, he was a race car driver, so he was probably like decently fit. Mm-hmm. Well, the ring gives you like the 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 typical power, like super strength. Oh, damage. okay. I was yeah. gonna be like, I mean, not... they're not zombies. They're okay, still, I was like... I was gonna say like, ain't no one afraid of like Richard Petty's corpse rising up and causing some shit. So yeah. Mm. Uh, and then again in New Fifty Two, Cliff is before his race. He's injected with nanobots that keep him safe while racing. After his fatal car crash, the nanobots respond by building the robot body around his brain. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. Um. And then, in, in kind of Hulk fashion, he tries to kill himself, but the nanobots stop the bullet. That's pretty epic, actually. A little bit. Dark. It's Super very dark, dark, but really cool. Yes. Um, okay, so we, got, so we got Robot Man, we got the Chief. Yeah, uh, Rita Farr, also known as Elastigirl. Mm-hmm. Elast-E-Girl, not Elast-Duh-Girl, like from Incredibles. Is it? I thought they were both with an I. Oh, is Elast-E-Girl also? Okay, okay, whatever. I wanted to to make a separation. No. Okay. No, no separation. Okay. So Rita Farr uh, was an all-around badass woman. She was an Olympic swimming gold medalist who turned Hollywood actress. Of course. Uh, while doing a movie, she was exposed to volcanic gas, which allowed her to grow and shrink her body. Um, when she was unable to control it, she was uh, shunned. She was, you know, let go and shunned by Hollywood for being a freak. Um. And then there's a there's a, a run, I don't I think in like the eighties or nine early nineties where they just wanted to reboot Doom Patrol and so they kill all the members they all sacrifice themselves of course uh, and when they reintroduced the Doom Patrol, uh, Elastigirl stayed dead okay for a while so she didn't come back until Grant Morrison's run much later. Now is there a version of her like in Titans where she is has this kind of amorphous blob yes. thing going on? Okay. Yes. Um. So the Titans follows the most recent version of Elastigirl, uh, where, so the way they brought her back was since she is elastic, uh, after the explosion, the chief found a piece of her brain, okay, I think, and um, used that to re recreate the rest of her body. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, it, you know, it's comic logic. Yeah, of course. Um, so in the comics, does she also have to eat like a shitload to? I don't. I didn't read any of that. Because I guess the thing I couldn't quite tell in the episode is: is she having? Does she have to eat a crapload to help maintain her structural integrity? I guess not, because she comes down fully formed. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just kind of like it fluctuates in and out. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, because then, uh, when she was revived, uh, she didn't have bones or organs. So when uh, when she's not consciously thinking about her form, she turns into a puddle of goo. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so from that one, it made me think that they're all going to be the new 52 stories. I mean, that would make sense. It's mm-hmm. the more recent stuff and there's something like more kind of interesting, complicated things happening there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, and then the final one is Larry Trainer, also known as Negative Man. Mm-hmm. Also similar backstory to the show. He was a test pilot exposed to a radioactive field in the atmosphere. Uh, this event leaves him radioactive, but gives him the ability to send negative energy from his body in the shape of a person. And he has the weirdest what? story. What? Like, what does that even mean? I don't. I don't even understand what that power looks like. Um, imagine. What? Imagine his shadow. He can control his shadow, and it, okay. it can fly and fight with superhuman strength. But his shadow can only be separate from his body for sixty seconds at a time. And when he uses his power, his body is is just kind of a lump, uh, and is okay. completely vulnerable. So why is he all bandaged up? Because he's he's radioactive. So those bandages are special ones made by the chief to keep uh, to keep the to keep everyone else away from the radioactivity. Okay, and in the comics, is he also a fantastic chef? Uh, I did not read that, but I hope so. Okay, because I I have to admit, we we talked about the weird musical cues in this show. But when they were throwing in some ACDC done to a like rapid cooking montage, yeah. all on board. I loved it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also helps, too, that Negative Man is voiced by Matt Bomer. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so excited to see Who's... flashbacks of real Matt oh Bomer. Oh, my God. Let me just... just pull that up real quick. Yeah. I'm just just give me, give me a minute here. Oh, hello. Um, oh, Matt Bomer. So he has such a bizarre... So like the negative, the negative energy is kind of like the speed force where like a handful of people have access to this negative energy. Okay. Uh, at one point he had a wife, negative woman. Of course. Uh, and then something happened to her because there was a villain who had negative energy. Uh, and so to save her life, uh, he absorbed all three of their negative energies into one body. I know I was, you're giving me this look and it's the same look I had while <laughs> trying to read everything that was going on. <laughs> So the combined version of all three of them was known as uh, Rebi or Rebi, R-E-B-I. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but what's interesting is uh, after the Blackest Night series, he lost his body. So the chief had to construct a kind of a new shell for the negative energy to go back into. But nothing is a perfect match. So he has to keep hopping from body to body. Okay. And every time he does that, uh, it, it's giving him like severe disassociative... Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, okay. Whatever that word. Identity disorder. Yeah. So every time he transfers bodies, he has to like keep reminding himself who he is, uh, which is a kind of interesting story. I oh. doubt they're going to go with that here. Yeah, probably not. Um, that seems extra complicated. Yeah. But I mean, this show doesn't seem to have a problem with extra complicated. Yeah. So. <sighs> okay. So those are those are the characters. Okay. Cause, so I, I mean, now that you've like done some research on them, like, how do you feel about their representation in the show? Like, do you think it's a good version of them? Are you excited to watch the spinoff now? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always been pretty optimistic about this. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think once they switch out the chief yeah. actor, I'll be a little more excited for it. Yeah. I think there's other, I think there's also a character called crazy Jane, which I don't know much about, who I guess is supposed to be kind of like Harley esque that they're going to have on the doom patrol show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, um, I, I remember her name popped up pretty frequently. I, I don't remember reading about her page though yeah yeah i mean i i liked i liked them i thought a lot of this episode felt like a detour which again when it started like force a plot onto itself that's when i was kind of losing it but i thought the whole part of rachel getting a tour around the Patrol mansion and meeting each of the characters it's all it was all pretty kind of goofy and whimsical and fun and i think this show occasionally lets itself just be fun 
And I feel like that happens. And that's when it's almost the most enjoyable. It is when it's the most enjoyable. Yeah, I, I think that happens a lot with Starfire. I feel like they have fun writing that character. Again, we've talked about the fact that this is very different than the normal Starfire. Yeah. But I like what they're doing with her, even if it's just this character in this context. I like. Um, but like, she's fun when she's on screen. They seem to have fun with the Doom Patrol. Um, they had fun with Hawk and Dove. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the problem kind of continues to be that dick is just kind of dragging the show down yeah and especially in this episode where he beats up a guy in front of his kid yeah because there's this whole like little sideline about beast boy and and rachel coming across uh these hunters which i want to want to say a point real quick okay the hunters do say they're still on hunting ground when they shoot the deer they make a comment like oh have we wandered off like they outside, could potentially still the zone. be He's in like, the oh, hunting I don't zone. Know. I don't know. We're too drunk. It doesn't they matter. they shot this deer. But yes, yeah, so they, they shot this deer and then... This may just be my Texas blood talking. I think it is. But I think they had a lot of right to shoot that deer. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's, <laughs> it's my California liberal that they're like, no, don't shoot the deer. Uh, All animals are God's animals. Exactly. But yeah, so she's really upset about it. And we, we get the first sign of her ability to heal, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Like that was introduced here because she unknowingly heals the deer, which never comes back. I was really hoping it was to become a demon deer. That would have been amazing. Oh my yeah. God. Because then she later heals that random frozen girl mm-hmm. that the chief is operating well, on. She she phrased it in an interesting way. She never said, she didn't say heal. She said she took, her pain took the pain away that's right yeah not a, no not away she said took the pain like she absorbs it i think that's what it is okay mm-hmm. okay that doesn't explain but she did heal she literally healed the deer though that yes. bullet hole sealed up mm-hmm. hmm. but we never saw a bullet come out. also had a bullet hole in her now that's true also is that bullet still inside the deer is that deer just now walking around with a, a piece of lead trapped Probably. inside a fully healed over wound yep oh that deer is gonna die of lead poisoning yeah which is probably a longer, more painful way to die. Absolutely. A lot yeah. harder on the family, too. Yeah, poor Bambi. I know. Yeah, Bambi is going to like slowly watch her mom just wither away. Uh, Thumper and flower. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard on all on all the woodland creatures. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they've introduced that, which I guess at least gives Rachel some like a little bit more dynamic. But I, we were talking about like Dick kind of dragging the whole thing down, which that was interesting here is, yeah, when they... They, Dick and Starfire, Corey, are trying to track down Rachel, so they find the hunter. And Dick just goes full-on violent piece of shit out of the guy as, like, his kid is watching. Mm -hmm. I get what they're trying to do. It's also a very cliched scene of, like, oh, my God, like, don't beat up my daddy. Yeah. Like, New Batman Adventures did this and did it much, much better. Again, oh, hang on. Hang on. Something worth talking about here. Okay. This scene basically occurs in both series. In New Batman Adventures... It is Batman is the aggressor, and Dick watches on and goes, this is fucked, I'm out of here. And that's what makes him leave. Mm-hmm. In this one, Dick is the super violent one who has left Batman because he's too violent. Yep. Which one makes more sense? I'd go with option A. Yes. I still don't get what they're doing with him on that. But I'm, I, I'm just ready for it to be resolved. I, I am too. Like, I guess they're doing. They're trying to mix it up because I feel like in Teen Titans, Dick is the grounded, rational one, and Starfire is not not violent, but she is the 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 hothead. Mm-hmm. And they reverse that here, which I guess is kind of interesting, but also don't know if it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, did you see the the trailer for next week? I did. 
Okay, so next week is the training episode, which yeah. I'm just fucking ready for. Yes, I know. Can we get us uh, some, some good old montages here? Yeah. It's gonna be a montage. Montage. Motherfucking montage. How, how... from? It's from Team America. Right. Team yeah. America. Okay. How grossly misplaced will their training montage song be, do you think? Oh, God, it's going to be... So what was the emo song? We had Emo Kids of America. Yeah, which I liked. I, I, actually, so I really much. liked it, actually. Oh, man, what could we get? I mean, they they were spot on this week with Thunderstruck. So yeah. maybe maybe their music supervisor is a little more polished now. <laughs> it's going to be like a metal, rocky song. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a death metal cover of Eye of the Tiger? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm on board, oh, especially God. when Beast Boy turns into a tiger... So that was that was an interesting thing they mentioned at the dinner scene. Oh yeah, Beast Boy can only turn into a tiger right now. I was wondering about that. That's bullshit. I mean, mm, that's fucking bullshit. Why? Like, why is that bullshit? Because his power is is to be able to completely completely manipulate his DNA. Well, but if he if we meet him and he can just become any animal, like where do we go with the training on that? Like where where is up? his arc in that? But that's like not as interesting. It's like that's way less visual as him learning how to become. Other Honestly, animals. the only training I want is is for them to get rid of those goddamn sound effects. Oh yeah, the weird they, bone crunching so thing. So cringeworthy. It is, and I also I just I wish it was just green. Yes, I we, want we get just, it for a moment, and it looks really good. Like mm-hmm. he looks good green with like the fangs going on and stuff. Yeah, maybe they'll I lean hope, into that. I hope that like. Like that's what's holding him back is like him wanting to stay like he's consciously oh, okay. having to stay human. Oh, like, and that's like limiting how strong he is in other forms. If he like leans more into his powers, like it might like do some permanent damage to his DNA and leave him more beast like. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that's part of what happens with this first season is all the characters become just a little bit more like the versions we know. Yeah. But also I get the not green because money. Yeah, and, you know, Ryan Potter probably doesn't want to sit in a makeup chair all day long. Yeah. So I get it, but it just, it would look better, because he looks good. He, he looks, looks very great. good yeah. green. So yeah, I kind of, I, I hope it goes there. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm still liking the show. It's ridiculous. Yes. And I'm not necessarily going to say it's good, but I'm still liking it. Mm-hmm. I still look forward to a new episode every week. I, I, I still do. I, I wake up Friday morning... It's like, Teen Titans Day. Yeah, I, I I am excited. I'm like, okay, I can watch this on my lunch break. I'm excited. Yay. Like, this will be a good day. <laughs> and then right after, <laughs> and then just crushing God, defeat. This fucking sucks. God damn this fucking thing. Um, but yeah, still on board. Still having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are are you excited for the Doom Patrol series after this? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, it's got Brendan Fraser. Timothy Dalton and Matt Bomer. And Matt Bomer. What I, I don't and, what, and I like the actress they got for for uh, Elastigirl. Yeah, I actually remember her from Two and a Half Men. Oh of wow! All things. Yes, she played Candy, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's good. She's funny. Uh, so if they if they do uh, make the Brotherhood of Evil make be the main villains, mm-hmm. I'm very excited because um, uh, Madame Rouge. Is is basically the counterpart to Elastigirl. Um, she was also an actress, um, but I think I guess if I remember correctly, she was a, a, a thespian Interesting. Um, who had some major accident, and the brain went to her and gave her the ability to transform herself. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, she became an assassin. Okay, so she she appeared in Teen Titans. Yes, she was great. Okay, but um, yeah. So in Teen Titans, they gave her a few more powers where she could 
fully transform herself into other people and recreate, just recreate them perfectly. Okay. I guess, was she ever, I think she's ever in DCAU though. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, that'd be cool. She, she might've been in like in the background of, of okay. some JLU episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if they do the main doom patrol, uh, uh, brotherhood of evil, you have the brain, Minsuamala, um, General Mortis and uh, Madame Rouge. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I'm excited for all of them. Uh, we'll basically finally get an X-Men TV show. Yes. Live action TV show. I know. Probably rather just have it be X-Men, but it'll be fine. Yeah. It's going to be great. Okay. Oh, on that note, I, I did love all of the, the super nerds posting their review for Inhumans that just came out. Oh, yes, because Inhumans was really slated to come out this weekend. November 3rd, 2018. Yeah. yeah. So good. The dog looks great. Oh, as does Medusa's hair. Vin Diesel killed it. Oh, he's, just like every other movie, he's, he's in. So good. Unbelievable. Yeah, they just they squeeze him into a black vest. He looks fantastic. Yes, this doesn't have to speak. Um, but yeah, should we uh, should we get on to some notes from friends? Let's do some notes from friends. Okay, so we we did um, put a call out there to you guys asking what we should do for our hundredth episode. We had some good suggestions. Yes. Uh, good old Sam Gash wrote in saying that we should a couple of options. One was uh, to record a Mass of the Phantasm commentary, mm-hmm. which, which is not off the table. Not off the table. We might do that. I, we both fear it might just be us gushing about it the whole time. Yeah, but there, some, there's not much commentary. It's more of just like that's awesome. It's so oh good. wow! That oh was my god! Cool. Oh my oh, god! So wow. good! Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, it's probably a lot of that, but it's it's not off the table. Uh, the other one was re-listened to episode one of our podcast, which, which you I, did. I did part of. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I ran out of time to finish listening to all of it, which is just for the best. Um, and the last one was to play that Almost Got em card game, which I've had sitting on my shelf for like well over a year. Didn't I get you that for Christmas? I think you did. I think I did get you that you for did, Christmas. Yeah. So it's been basically a year. So we do need to do that at some point. Yeah. Because um, we really need to play that. It should be a lot of fun. So, Sam, we'll, we will get to those. Yes. None slash, of these are off the table. None of these are off the table. Um, and then Ashley Clark. She, once she wrote in uh, to let me know that, what well, you know specifically, oh. that, uh, is it T-Public makes a 90s I did see this. Kyle Rayner yep. t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Have you bought it already? I, I have not. I, I am kind of strapped for cash right now because right, yeah, I, I spent New York and Tough Mudder and Comic-Con all back to back to back. Okay, fine. Well, I'll get it for you for Christmas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she also wrote in a question, which I thought was pretty interesting, which was... Uh, since Dick Grayson never appears in Batman Beyond, what do we think would have happened had he shown up? Now, I'm going to let you go first because I have a slight cheat answer to this because I've read the Batman Beyond comics where he does appear. Okay. So what do you think would have happened if Dick Grayson had shown up in oh, Batman man. Beyond? I, I, I think he would have been very spiteful towards uh barbara mm-hmm. so while she was rising up the ranks in the gotham police force i think he would have been doing that in the bloodhaven okay police yeah force, and so he would be commissioner over there but, uh, oh yeah and just being very bitter about everything gotham a little commissioner rivalry yes now if he had okay so i, I like this idea so if he had shown up would the rivalry have been playful or would have he have been like full-on difficult like an asshole oh very difficult okay yeah. like an antagonistic force for everyone involved mm-hmm. yeah he that would be kind like, of interesting uh purposely hunt after batman mm-hmm. and like since you know terry's trained by bruce he would know exactly where terry's like hiding mm-hmm. or like 
doing his minimal detective work and he would either already be there or take oh this is what it is uh he gets to crime scenes before terry and takes the evidence oh that would be good and he leaves something for only batman to know that dick yeah i was here yeah ha ha yeah you fuck Mm -hmm. so how what do you think his attitude towards bruce would have been oh i i mean he's already not super happy with bruce and Mm -hmm. new batman and then after barbara leaving him for bruce i feel like he would just be very much like fuck this guy i'm out of here yeah they would not have a good relationship would they no i mean because bruce is alone alone and i think barbara can just tolerate being around him enough Mm -hmm. to let it happen every once in a while but yeah i mean the fact that dick's never around at all i think speaks a lot to how just done he'd be with all of that but then, then I have this other thought where Dick would want to just be the mean person, but he still has feelings for Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Barbara would play into that and manipulate him into working for working with the GCPD. Oh, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Like he, there's just enough of like old chemistry left there for like, that'd be the one person he's a little bit soft on. Yeah. So similar to kind of how Bruce, like, somehow lets Catwoman go every right. time. Oh, okay. That would, yeah, that would have been a really good story. I wish they had done that. Yeah. Cause in the, in the Batman Beyond comics, the kind of extended, it's, it's somewhere between the DCAU universe and the comics universe. Um, but older Dick, uh, basically he left Batman because they hadn't been working together for a long time. And then Batman gotten used to not having a partner. So they were going after the Joker and, uh, Batman lands in front of Nightwing rather than behind him. Mm-hmm. And so Nightwing can't see. Oh, shit. So Nightwing gets shot, like riddled with bullets. And they basically take him to the hospital. And then Batman goes, runs off to go capture the Joker. And he never checks in on Dick, like never follows up with him, never apologizes, nothing. And he's like, just too proud, like too much pride to do anything about it. And so all Dick gets from him is basically the suit back and be like, it's ready for you when you want it. And he's like, nope, never again. Mm-hmm. And so he leaves. And so when we meet him, he is running an acrobat school, Aww. I think in Gotham, possibly in Bloodhaven. Um, he's got an eye patch cause he lost an eye. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just super, super bitter towards Bruce, but he kind of develops a begrudging appreciation for Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this all happens in the, Hush Returns or Hush Beyond Arc. Um, do you want to know what happens in the Hush Beyond Arc? Uh, no, I, I, okay. I, I think I might read that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I like Hush, and I like Batman Beyond. Yeah, he, um, but he basically ends up teaming up with Terry to defeat future Hush. I could, yeah, I could also see, now that you bring that up, I, I, I think he would be, he would try and be a better role model for Terry. Yeah, he, he's kind of just like... He, he, I, I see him trying to sway him to like leave Bruce and work with me. I feel like that might even happen later on in the comics, like okay. past where I've read. But yeah, he in the ones that I've read, he he occupies a similar sort of similar sort of space as Barbara, which is basically like, I'll help you, but fuck the old man. Mm-hmm. But everything's everything needs a little more Dick Grayson. Yeah, here, except for Titans, apparently. Except for Titans. Here, here's my my other theory. Okay. Uh, after the breakup, never cut that mullet. Just kept let it. Kept just growing. <laughs> uh, became, after one of the members retired, he filled in as the new member for ZZ Top. I'm, yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, sharp-dressed man. Yeah. 
God, I'm so on board. Top hat and mullet. <laughs> uh, epic beard, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I yeah. mean, after the he took the breakup very hard, Chris. Okay. Uh, like so full-on hermit mode. Full-on hermit mode. Uh, he he just lived in, like... He moved to Arizona mm-hmm. for a while. I, I think he would have... Bought a lot of turquoise. I think he would have uh, joined the circus again. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he would have tried to run his own circus. I feel like that does happen in some iterations of the character. Probably. He, like, he runs his own circus, which mm-hmm. makes sense. He would go back to being... Yeah. Yeah, that's what he knows. That's all he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but then he he has a tragic accident when uh, his his beard hair gets in his face and he misses he misses his rope he breaks his leg uh, beyond repair because he he's he's now burned through all of all of his family money yeah uh, and so then afterwards he continues to be in hermit mode can't fight crime can't do his passion anymore mm-hmm. and so he finds he finds a love for guitar Chris he's got to do He's got to do something to just keep himself entertained. He gets really good at guitar. <laughs> and there's an ad coming out for the ZZ Top Tribute Band. Featuring. Featuring Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson. Yeah. I know. He uh, Every time they have to do a photo shoot, like, okay, now, Dick, just turn a little bit more. Turn a little more. Just a little more, little little more of your backside. Just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Oh, you knocked over the night, like, the music stand. Oh, hang on. Go it, back. No, it's, it's the... Um, Oh God, the Bruce Springsteen album. Oh, when it's his, oh him and the the Levi's. Yeah. Yes. yes but, but with Nightwing, but. Yes. I I I mean you know me. Mm-hmm. Born in the USA. That's the album. Yeah. Uh, and then so then, uh, his his reunion with Bruce is ZZ Top is coming to perform through Gotham. Bruce is there. No, Barbara invites Bruce. <laughs> God, this would be such a bad comic. Barbara invites Bruce, and he sees what his protege has become. But, you know, he's a little proud because he sees Dick, and he sees him happy. Yeah. And so we get one last half smile with a thumbs up. That Bruce wouldn't even give a thumbs up. He would just give him, like, a little little twitch of the corner of the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's as close as he has to approval. Yeah. And that, that <laughs> would be, the, that would be the, the final embrace between Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne. All right. Well, since... Uh, since it is still episode 100, we had to do we had to do something, some sort of little mini celebration thing, and so we we were trying to track down a good BTOS quiz. Uh, I actually reached out to Maddie, and he sent along one from like the old Batman Superman magazine, mm-hmm. but it was like really easy stuff. It's like, what's Batman's actual name? And weirdly enough, there's a whole bunch of questions involving Nightfall and like the comics at the time that had nothing to do with BTOS. But I think okay. I think like Nightfall was coming up soon. So yeah, I mean pretty- that, that's a pretty major story yeah exactly uh so what we decided to do for those of you who know what sporkle is oh i spend many a night on sporkle we're we're gonna do uh, a live hottest dating app in la a live sporkling it's not a dating app it's a quiz where we try and name every episode of batman the animated series how many there's what's uh, 78 fuck me 78 so i don't think if it's 78 that wouldn't include the new batman adventures it would just be Batman the Animated Series. Great. Okay. All right. Let's see let's see if we can do it. Ready? I, I, I think, yeah, yeah, we can start. Okay. I, I think I can do the plot of most of them. Okay. Well, we know On Leather Wings, yep. uh, Christmas, Christmas with, with the, the Joker. Joker. Mm-hmm. Are you a better typer? Who's a better, who's a better typist? I'm sure. I, 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 can, I can be scribe. Okay. You can be scribe. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Christmas with the Joker, On Leather Wings. Try the Cat in the Claw. Does it say part one or part two on there? It just it just says them together. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Matt is a hatter? Yep. 
if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Well, let's, let's try and do it in almost order. <laughs> so we, um, well, let's, let's tell the, the episodes we hate. Okay, the Underdwellers. Yep. Uh, the Forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, someone we hate, but almost got him. I feel like that was pretty early on. That's not a bad episode. No, it's, yeah, it's not one we hate, but it's early. Ooh, um, I don't know how they're gonna how they how they're gonna accept almost got. Um, it's them. apostrophe e m. Yeah, I tried that. And they're not accepting. It's just e m, no apostrophe. Tried that too. Not accepting. We'll come back to. We'll that come back one. to it. Um, let's see the Demon's Quest, mm-hmm. Joker's Wild, Joker's Wild, uh, Joker's Favor, Make Him Laugh, mm-hmm. The Laughing Fish, Yep, uh, Killer uh, Croc wasn't no, no Vendetta, Riddler's Reform, uh, Heart uh, of Ice, uh, East, um, Deep Freeze, Yep, um, Harley and Ivy, Harley and Ivy. Shadow of the Bat. Yep. And then um, Night of the Ninja. Uh, yeah. With Day of the Samurai, Night of the Ninja, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Moon of the Wolf. Yeah. Hold on. Day of the Samurai. S-A-M-U-R-A-I. Yes. Thank you, Samurai Jack, for teaching me how to spell that word. Uh, what's the one you just said? Moon of the Wolf. Moon of the Wolf. Uh, tiger, Tiger. T-I-G-E-R. T-Y. No, T-Y-G-E-R. T-Y-G-E-R. Yeah. Oh, um... The the trio, that was... The terrific Batman. trio. Okay, okay. Christ, I remember some of the other artwork. Uh, also not accepting terrific trio. Come on. If I just do terrific trio. Nope, so fuck this. Some of, <laughs> so with Sporkle, since it's all fan-made quizzes, some people are, like, very specific with, Yeah, like, they're very pedantic about it. And some of them um, are, are very nice. This what is was not the, a nice What one. was the episode, episode with Seal Boy? Fuck that. Uh, um, I I have no idea. Even now, uh, I've got Batman in my basement. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, the mechanic. Yeah. Birds of a feather. Um, at the beginning, what was the 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 one that was in three parts? The the introduction of Montoya. POV. POV. It might have to do periods in between. No, I, I got that one. Okay. The invisible guy. Oh, um, see no evil. Yep. The man who killed Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um uh, Two Face. Oh yeah. Um there um along the lines of uh, The Clock ver- King. Vertigo uh, Clock King, yeah. Oh the ver- oh the Vertigo one. Um it wasn't Vertigo though. Was it Vertigo? I think it might have been. Nope, it is not Vertigo. Damn it. Uh, what was the one with Roz's son and Jonah Hex? <sighs> I have no idea. Right now, we are sitting at 29 of 78. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we can do better than this. We can do better the, I don't this. know if I remember if I told this analogy on the podcast. Uh, there's yeah, a, great, there's, a, there's a great thing that I, I read a few weeks ago that was, nothing makes you feel more like a ghost than trying to answer a question that someone on a podcast can't remember. Oh, God. I know. Yeah. Um, so, so specifically, Maddie... We're sorry we're letting you down so much. With VR, oh god, what? There has to be more. There, yeah, I mean, there, there's 48 more. <laughs> so many more. Um, uh, the Clayface episodes. We haven't done him yet. Oh, um, heart of heart of clay. No, feet of clay. Feet of clay. Heart. Um, steel. No. Um, uh, uh, steel. 
No, that's not what it is. Heart of Steel. Heart of Steel, and then the other one. Uh, but w- wait, it was Feet F E Feet's F E H E. Mm-hmm. Is it Feet's of Clay? Probably. Nope. No. Let me see it. Feet of Clay. Oh, okay. Now it accepted it. Okay. Um. Oh, the Clock King. What was the other one? Um. The bad one. Time out of joint. Sure. Yes. Nice. Uh, I feel like there's more Mad Hatter. Um, there are, because there's the... Um, we, we did Mad as a Hatter. Mm-hmm. And there's and then, the, the Dream oh, um, Sequence one. Um, Perchance to Dream? Yes. Good, good, good pull. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Um, uh, oh, Never Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin's Reckoning. <sighs> Wait, is it Never Fear? No, it's... Oh, no, it's... Um, oh, yeah, all the Scarecrow episodes, No too. Fear... Okay, Robin's Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Heart of Steel, and then there's the other one with My the, console. That's the one. Um, what are some of the Robin ones? Robin's Reckoning. Um, oh, um, we did Shadow the Bat, and then what's the other? Oh, Batgirl Returns, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the last episode. Um, God, I want to cheat so badly, but we can't. The Lion and the Unicorn. Yeah. Mudslide. Yeah, all the train episodes. Um, okay, yeah. Um, oh, Appointment in Crime Alley. Yeah, uh, there's something with Thorn. Bane. Yeah. So, okay, what was the one with the, the, the trains? Um, with Strom, Crom. With, yeah, with, <laughs> with, with Crom, with Stromwell. Um, Stromwell's okay, brother. Is it Arcady? No, damn. The character's name is Arcady. That was Roz's. Um, uh, is it Zatanna? Is, is, is there a oh Zatanna? Yeah, yeah. House and Garden. Yeah, that's uh, Poison Ivy's reform episode. Yes. Um, I feel like there's another Catwoman episode. Is there one? Uh, is there one? Oh, Red uh, Red Claw. Oh wait, but did we already get that. That's one? Cat in the Claw, and then yeah, she okay, comes yeah. back from Lion and the Unicorn. Okay. There was um, what's the one where uh, Alfred goes to the clinic? The spa. It's another poison know. ivy episode. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. I feel like one of these has something to do with like a greenhouse. That yeah, I don't, I don't remember. What um, God, what was the name of the the scarecrow episodes? Oh, is it Have No Fear? That sounds right. No. Damn it. Um, it's a good name for an episode, though. It is a good name for an episode. I just want to like go back and look at our podcast. I know. Feed. Well, uh, then what was the, the middle Riddler episode, the middle VR one with the Riddler? I thought that was Riddler's... No, Riddler's Reform is when he has the toy. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Zeno Evil. Um, lock up. Yeah. Nice, nice pull. And I'm, I'm trying to go through all the villains. Uh, what was the one with like, the, the witch doctor, like the little, um, the little trinkets? I, 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 you hit all the ones that I remember. We have five minutes. In five minutes, how many? What are we at? I'm gonna guess forty-one. Forty-two. Okay. Forty-two. We're, we're over fifty percent. That that's better than I was expecting. That's actually better than I thought too. We got both the freeze episodes. There must be more with the Joker's. Oh, um, Harley's holiday. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. I, I want us to get forty-eight. I feel like Michael. there was ones that were like it. We tried them and it didn't work. Like Robin's reckoning work wars. Oh, uh, we, we got POV. Almost got them right. We that didn't. yeah. Oh, it's I am. Almost got I am. Almost That's got M. That's dumb. 
Oh, him, not that. Oh, a bullet yeah. for Bullock. There you go. Who, who are the good. other like throwaway villains? So we had a lock up. We had the invisible. We still, we still don't have the Vertigo episode. Forgot. And man, we are so forty five. It's not bad. I, like I said, I forty eight is is my target. Right okay. Now. Okay. We got it. Three. Three more. Um. Ba, 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 time in the joint. Clock King. I've got Batman in my Yeah, we basement. still don't have the, the second Clock King episode. Batman. We don't have the second. No, we did killer... Time on a Joint. We got okay. that. We don't have the second Killer Croc episode. No. Um. What's the the one where the Joker kidnaps the kid? Trial. That's not the. Um. But we don't have the trial yet, though. That's I, put the, I got that okay. in there. I think isn't that's um. Make him laugh. I think so. We one more when we hit our I goal. Oh, I know. Um, feet of clay, mudslide. Um, oh, is it the doctor is in? Mm-hmm. That's the one where they kidnap. Um, no, is um, that a new it's, Batman. But it's it's the doctor something, right? Yeah, the crime yeah, wanna... doctor. <sighs> Less than two minutes. Oh my god, we can do it. We can do um, it, camera. I believe the, it is the the one where Batman and this must be so. Irritating for everyone listening. I know the one. Where this is just for us. I, it is very much just for us. The one where <laughs> Batman and uh, Gordon share coffee on Christmas or on New Year's. Did we get that one? No, his Silicon Soul, which we got. So that's forty-eight. One. Okay, but that okay. that one is um, Holiday Nights, and that's New Batman Adventures. Damn it! We got his Silicon Soul. We got Heart of Steel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one more minute. Let's see if we can get anything else in here. Um, I know we're missing a ton of them. Yeah. Yes. We're still what, 30, 30 short? 30, yeah. 30 of them. The uh, uh, ca- uh, Cap and Cowl conspiracy. No, no. Uh, fucking uh, um, the one with uh, Hugo Strange. The Strange. I the, the strange. We got some- a Cap and Cowl conspiracy. Okay. Um, was the, it the Strange something? Uh, the Strange Secret of, of Bruce Wayne? Yes. Yes. Um, something for Thorn, Rose. R- don't prick. A rose. I don't know. It's a thorn. There's so Five many thorn seconds. episodes. I, I, I'm tapping. Uh, and it's uh, nothing to fear. Damn it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, nothing God. to fear. The last laugh. Pretty poison. Damn it. Be a clown. It's never too Be late. Be a clown. That's the. Sorry. I'm. I'm. <laughs> so emphatic. I get very passionate about my quizzes. Um, as you can tell from the random facts I throw out every episode. Be a clown. It's never too late. Beware the gray ghost. Wow. Fucking that Pro- hurts. Prophecy of Doom, Fear of Victory, Dreams in Darkness, Eternal Youth. Right. Cat Scratch Fever, Tear in the Sky, What is Reality? I am the Knight. What is reality? Yeah. Off Balance. That's the Vertigo mm-hmm. one. Paging the Crime Doctor. That's what so it was. Close. Blind as a Bat. Yep. Fire from Olympus. Read mm-hmm. My Lips. The Worry Men. Sideshow. Avatar. Sideshow was the. Yeah, Croc Seal one. Boy. Harlow Canade. Oh, the Terrible Trio was one we had that it didn't. It oh, didn't, it didn't. It didn't How do they spell it? Terrible trio. All right. Yeah. I, I guess I just spelled it. Showdown, wrong. Catwalk, Second Chance, and Baby Doll. So I will give oh, us Baby Doll. I will give us a fifty-one out of seventy-eight because we did get the terrible trio but didn't register. Okay. We are really bad at this. You know that's better than I was expecting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. All right. Proof that maybe someone else should do this podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, than us. But hey, you know what? We had to do, we had to do something kind of fun. Some little fun thing there for episode 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry for everyone who knew the answers to everything and just suffered through that 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, should we do bat plugs real fast and Let's then, and then quick, finally let people go? Yeah, super quick bat plugs. Um, so I just have one 
Actually, I have two. Uh, I rewatched Viva Vendetta today. Which happy I put happy uh, Guy Fox Day. Yes. Uh, I continue to love that movie. It continues to be disturbingly prescient. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, every year. Yeah, it even more and more and more so. Um, but it's it's also fantastic. I love the 1812 Overture. It's it's a really, really good movie. It's so good. Natalie Portman's amazing in it. Yeah, everyone's amazing in yeah. it. Stephen Fry, that's also good. Um, yes, always love that. And then I watched uh, the Honest Trailers for Batman Animated Series. It's great, isn't it? It is really good. I can't watch those normally because mm-hmm. it's, it's, I find it, they are just like, nitpicky in a way that actually normally bothers me but for the stuff they actually really like they're really honest about the positive things on it yeah and it's they they get all of it it's so good mm-hmm. i yeah I, I really like the screen junkies guys yeah uh what have i been watching i went and saw bohemian rhapsody oh the weekend what'd you think it's an interesting one i think it's still worth seeing honestly just for their re- reenactment of the Live Aid show. Okay. Because I was near tears watching that. Oh it's God. so good. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Um, but overall, the movie, it, it kind of, it's just a little bland. They try and fit too much into it. Okay. So nothing ever feels really emotional. Mm, okay, that's um, fair. Uh, but then I also started watching uh, Patriot Act on Netflix. It's on Minaj's new special. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah it, it's a weekly news show. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> uh, the first three episodes are out right now. Uh, and it's, it's just like a good time. Honestly, what's more exciting, I don't think I plugged this yet, is uh, Netflix uh, teamed up uh, Tan from Queer Eye and Hassan to do a 10-minute short. Oh, if you that sounds watched really this, good. so funny. Uh, where Tan is trying to help Hassan pick out his wardrobe for his first episode. That's awesome. And that is, honestly, that might be the best of, of before the three episodes, that might be even better. Yeah, just that little teaser? Yeah. All right, that I will definitely go watch. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. We did it, Chris. I know. A <laughs> hundred episodes. We did it. A uh, hundred episodes, and uh, definitely, our, I think, our longest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do want to uh, reach out to us, uh, if what was the thing we were asking? Oh, if you can think of a uh, a hunky telekinetic, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, you also, can... if you have any other ideas, uh, not for our hundredth, but if you just have bonus episode ideas, oh yeah, like to talk about something, celebratory things. If yeah. you want to listen to us do more sporkle quizzes, oh god, I do so many sporkle. I get, I'm a little ashamed of how many sporkle quizzes I they, do. I, I forget about Sparkle, which is good because then it, it that that's what helped me memorize all the Disney movies in order. Of course it did. Of course it did. Uh, so I have an account on Sporkle because obviously. Yeah. And you can see how many times you've taken a certain quiz. How many times you take the Disney I've quiz. I've taken that quiz about 34 times. My God. You can now do it all though. In order. Okay. Yeah. There, okay. There, <laughs> is, there is one Sporkle quiz that um, I get very close on and it's, it's a James Bond quiz, obviously. So it's for every Bond film, you have to name... The title, mm-hmm. the actor playing Bond, the name of the villain, the actor playing that villain, the name of the Bond girl and the actress playing that Bond girl. Oh, wow. The song, the artist who sings it, and I think also the release year. I could not do any of those. I can do so much of it. I'm honestly surprised you can't finish that. I have a, I've only... I struggle with... Um, some of the villain actors. Okay. I also struggle with the movie Octopussy, which I've only ever seen once. So okay. I can never remember 
like some of the character names from that. And some of the artists singing the Bond songs, I have struggled with a little bit too. But I can get, I think I'm, I can get there with maybe less than ten of those not filled out. Nice. So that's that's like my version of your your Disney films in order quiz that I would have to go mm-hmm. through and like do again and again and again. I'm probably gonna go do it right now after this. You should. Um, Sporkle is the best like time destroyer. Oh, it absolutely is, and I I can always use some of those. Uh, but anyways, if you have some Sporkle quiz suggestions, yeah. uh, we are at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. Yes. Uh, I am personally at Lordifer on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Uh, you can find my art at Cameron.Dexter. Uh, we just finished up one of our big clients, so I can finally start posting all of the rejected oh, pieces. Oh, nice. Finally. Uh, and if you want to see my face and both of our dapper looks <gasps> from yes. over the weekend... Uh, you can find that on Cam Dexter underscore Adventures. Yeah, you looked very dapper, Cameron. Thank you, as did you, yeah. uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Well done, Kronk. Thank you. Um, and then just uh, a final thing here, just obviously thank you to everyone who listens to thank us you guys every so much. week and who engages with us on like Twitter and Instagram. I mean, we started doing this just for the fun of it. And it's become its own cool little thing. Like yeah. it's our excuse to hang out every week. Uh, it's been an awesome way to meet, you know, a whole bunch of fellow Batman fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a, a special shout out to the Watchtower database, to Ted and James, and of course, Maddie, who are all, always there to answer questions <laughs> for us when we don't know what we're doing. So many, so many questions. And you all three must have been pulling your hair out as you listen to us <laughs> bumblefuck away with that sporkle quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's become one of the coolest parts about this. We've got to meet all you guys. Yeah. And all of our other listeners, too. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And a uh, extra bonus shout out if you are listening to this. The day comes out tomorrow, November 6th, either on your way to go to vote or while you're waiting in line or anything like that. Yeah. Yes. I voted this time, Chris. You did. Good it, on you. Honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose myself for a second. This is my first time voting. Oh and boy. I did it. Well, I'm going to give you the credit for having done it this time and not slap you in the face for not having done it before. Thanks. Yes. Uh, but yes, uh, go vote, guys. Yeah. It's a very important thing to go to. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. I'm doing it tomorrow morning. Oh, you haven't done it yet. Wow, Chris. Well, I did all my prep work. <laughs> all right? <laughs> all right. All right. The voting, like the polling place is literally like three doors down from here. Yeah, I mean, you could have. And I'm going to go and they're going to be playing nothing but three doors down songs. It's going to be fantastic. As, as they should. Yeah. <laughs> if I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.